Welcome to Pool Party Radio. This is the number one podcast for the last 19 episodes ever. I'm your host, Parker, joined as always by co-host, Razor Man Cumulus. Counting them down. How are you doing? Doing good. You excited for these last 19 episodes? I am. This is the first I've heard about it, but I'm excited for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, about six months ago, I made a joke in Podcast Town about how episode 300 was going to be our last episode, and you liked it. So I thought that was us having a deep conversation about the end of the show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I can't keep track of all my likes. I did like that. Um, Yeah, I'm back on board. That's fine. All right. This is good. (laughs) (laughs) I think 300's a nice round number to kick to kill it all off with. Well, that's been the theme of the show. If nothing else, is nice round numbers. That's all I've ever wanted to do with this show is create something where we could like do things with nice round numbers, you know? Mm-hmm. Top 10 yeah. lists. Uh, yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, we didn't have much in the way of like a consistent theme. Or rounded out segments. We just wanted rounded out whole numbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, ooh. Oh. So yeah, like we got to finish up some Say by the Bell. We got to finish up uh, these. Are you afraid of the darks? We, we we may have to do like an entire season in one episode. So just be like, this episode sucked. The next one was great. This one with the the bogeymen's. That one was fun. So yeah, uh, yeah. Fire. Yeah. Lightning rounds. Lightning rounds. We have to go back to lightning rounds. We'll have to we go. Finish off. <laughs> That's true. We got to go back to where it all began, like Lost. Mm-hmm. And hopefully our last episode doesn't suck real bad and prove that the like entire lost. show is a waste of time. Yeah, like Lost. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, we'll definitely have to finish up Saved by the Bells. We also have to do 12th grade, which is something we never did. Right. That, too. Fuck. <laughs> We've got like a lot on the docket that we need to just wrap up. Yeah, we got a lot left in these nineteen episodes. It's like that time that Angel ended, that great show, Joss Whedon's Angel, where like mm-hmm. they found out like three weeks before the end of the season that they were being canceled, so they had to like wrap up like the entire show in three episodes. Yeah. It'll be like that, except more than three episodes. It'll actually be nineteen episodes, which is a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. And today we didn't even like plan for any of that. So we're just going to like power through it. Um, Also, speaking of nice round numbers, one of the things, one of the big themes of this show has been making our iTunes reviews nice round numbers. Like whenever it's at like 33, I would always beg people to uh, give us two more or just two more. Yeah. To make it a nice round number. Uh-huh. But right now we currently have 69. So Oh, that's that's perfect. That's the perfect number. Please don't give us any more iTunes reviews. <laughs> we don't want them. <laughs> no, I don't want them either. Yeah, unless you plan on going up to like 420, then that's also fine. Yeah. But we really need that effort like within the next 19 episodes. Yeah, if you give us one, then you're going to have to give us like 298 more or whatever the math is to get to 420 yeah i'm I'm not good with that so yeah keep that in mind otherwise just don't touch it 69 reviews that's nice um yeah uh otherwise it's been like a weird week as has been the normal um both nationally and locally we have this Spring is finally sprung issue here mm-hmm. where all the trees are ejaculating their pollen, you know? Yeah, that's very nasty. I don't care for that. It's, it's gross, right? Like anybody who doesn't like Cheeto dust or what's the deal with the hand thing, like the hand issues, hand problems. Yeah, Mike from Virtual Pros has hand issues. Hand issues, yeah. He's got the hand problems, like, I think he calls them. Yeah, and... If that's what he's referring to, it's like when you have chip dust on your fingers and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, when yeah. you're eating too many, like, barbecue chips and, like, all that kind of flavor powder gets all over you, makes a mess. Yeah, I I, I totally get that. Like, I was uh, eating some, like, Doritos uh, off-the-beaten-path brands, like, where they're trying to... It's Doritos basically trying to do what Takis does in other, like, Mexican uh, chip snacks. Mm-hmm. So it's like these hot powdered chips 
that are really good that I'm into. And then all of a sudden, like I'd look at my fingertips and they're just deep red. Like I've just been playing with ink. Like a Dario uh, Argento movie. Yeah, just bright, bright red. Mm-hmm. And then my voice is dubbed, even though it's <laughs> my normal speaking voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that everywhere outside. Just yellow dust everywhere, all over my car, um, sidewalks, windows, just nowhere is safe. Everything's been tree jizzed upon. Yeah, that's very gross. That's happening here in California. And also, another thing that happens in the springtime in California, in addition to all the pollen and stuff, is like just like the the horse and cow poop gets into the air, and then like all the dirt too. So uh, it's very hard to breathe. I went to Ohio recently and was very thrilled to find out I could breathe. Whoa, really? <laughs> yeah, it was wild. I was like, oh, I you don't... were in Cincinnati though. You weren't quite well. You're still near the valley, but you had that river carrying everything away too. I guess. Yeah, also, like, not a lot of cows in Ohio or dirt or, like, uh, the immense pollution wafting in from San Francisco. (laughs) Right on. So, you know, so it was fun. It was fun to not be dying. How was the rest of Ohio? I saw some photos, and they look great. Thank you. Did you notice that my muscles are bigger? I did. Yeah, I did (laughs) notice that. I, I I think our pool party radio T-shirt helped. I noticed you and Sean wearing that. He looked a bit muscular too. Yeah, yeah. Wearing that shirt helps you get very muscular. Um, yeah. Which is why Sean refused to take it off. I told him you got to take off that shirt, Sean. I'm. I said these are my T-shirts. You don't have a right to wear them. <laughs> uh, and then you know we just we proceeded to haggle about what percentage of that shirt he could wear, and. Oh, that's why he was wearing only 15% of that shirt. I ripped most of it off of him. Yeah, you ripped the top half off. That was strange. It looked, you know, usually when people alter a t-shirt, they leave the sleeves on. But you made it like, kind of like a low-wearing, low-setting tube top. Like it only went around his waist. (laughs) That's true. It was was a weird look. But but the muscles showed through. And and I think Sean Byron looked pretty good uh, wearing that shirt. But yeah, um... Yeah, it was great. It was fun. We went to the Horror Hound. Very unexpected. I've never been back to Ohio since moving. So Oh, was, yeah. That, yeah, you're right. We talked about that before. I think, like, post-show. Yeah, so it was a weird experience. Uh, I'm now dealing with, like, all my friends who have noticed that I was there and that I didn't call them and are very mad at me, which was <laughs> one of the reasons why I never wanted to go back to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that. Um, yeah, but you did get to see family, though, and that's important. That's true. I've heard that that's important. I I didn't see <laughs> some of them, which I'm sure they're mad about. Um, but I saw my brother. My brother, Money Matt, is his name. Yes. Uh, it's shocking he's never been on this podcast, by the way. But uh, Money Matt, he had some babies. Like, since I moved, he got married. And had babies, and I've never met them. And one of them sang me a Jeff Rosenstock song, which I'm very excited about. Wow. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah. He, like, danced around and sung it right to my face. I said, oh, man, this is, this is great. <laughs> That's awesome. He's singing me the solo stuff. It's, it's good. So Money Matt's doing well. Clearly that he's got yeah. he's raising babies that are into at least tangentially into ska music yeah Uh, yeah so i'm very excited about that uh the other one is only two months old it didn't really do much of anything like it like squeezed my finger and i was like that's all you do you're not even singing songs yet get out of here i don't need this he's not even wearing two-tone colors yeah (laughs) can this baby skank or what yeah, I say you do, you can't even do the lawnmower. You're not picking up change. What can, what can you do? Maybe those things are more closely associated with hardcore music. Uh, but still, the I, I retain my point. Yeah, not dancing in any fashion, right? Or singing. Or singing. So uh, that baby's no good. <laughs> Just a terrible baby. <laughs> I mean, there's there are laws to not get rid of babies, so. Just give it a couple of years, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she'll be singing me Jeff Rosenstock songs in the future. 
So then she'll be cool. But uh, so that was fun. Uh, I I got to like ride go karts and stuff with uh, my nephew. He's like a chill young man. He's like four. Oh, cool! And he's already into go karts. That's rules. Yeah, man. He knows. How, yeah, man. He's doing all kinds of crazy shit. He's like riding roller coasters and doing all this daredevil stuff. Nice. It's pretty wild. So that was fun, and uh, got to. Uh, well, I'm sure like a lot of this stuff we'll talk about on the Junk Fod Show. But I do want to tell you that we met Bill Zabub. The director. I noticed. Yeah. I like the uh, first photo where you do not look thrilled. <laughs> I was very displeased. <laughs> but then the other photo is like, yeah, you're all chumming it up and having a good time, which I, I also appreciate. Yeah. I, he was like a, a nice man. So yeah. even though he makes terrible art, he was a very nice man. Although later on, there was like this big party afterward. Uh, because we went to this horror convention and like they had a party at like a like a thing a hotel, and he was hanging out. And oh was, yeah, ho- I've heard of those. You've heard of hotels, and he was I've like carrying around a big box of his DVDs and stuff to try to sell. And uh, I tried uh-huh. to take a picture of him, and I think he caught me taking this creep picture of him. So maybe <laughs> I feel like maybe he doesn't <laughs> like me now. But after that, I did buy another one of his DVDs. So now I am now the proud owner of two Bills Above DVDs. Is one of them Dick Shark? Yeah, I bought Dick Shark. Okay. And I almost bought a Dick Shark shirt, but I was like, man, I'm never going to fucking wear a Dick Shark shirt. Like, (laughs) it's hard enough to say, let alone wear. Yeah. And I bought Jesus the Total Douchebag because uh, that was the first one I bought. And I thought, well, Odorous Urungus is in this, so it's not like a total waste of money. Right. Like, I feel like it's going towards something good. So I bought those from him as an excuse to get the junk food dinner guys together to take a picture of him. And then my drunken wife, uh, <laughs> like I, I told my drunken wife, I was like, hey, I don't want to ask this guy for a picture because I'm shy. Like you you have to do it. And then like she took one for the team. But she was like real drunk. So she was like, hey, these guys, they do a podcast. It's a junk food dinner. They do pool party radio and they talk about your movie. <laughs> I was like, no, Jesus. he's going to know we hate him. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, you blew it. You gave him too much information. <laughs> he knows too much. <laughs> yeah, I know. So now I imagine him sitting at home, like, queuing up uh, Frankenstein the Rapist and our commentary for it. Yeah, we're we're pretty much screwed. Yeah, he's like <laughs> writing our names on a kill list. Yeah, we're going to be names of characters in one of his films who are like butchered and... <laughs> All this sodomized and whatnot. Oh, very sodomized. Mostly sodomized. Mostly sodomized, though. Yeah. But he was a nice man. I don't know. I don't hate him. I got no strong feelings about uh, yeah. hatred for him. Seems cool. Seems like a nice I like... guy, I guess. Yeah. With uh, being sociable and all that. I mean, he still gets people in his movies. I, I think that is a signifier that he's like... A nice enough dude off camera to get people to do this insane stuff on camera. Mm-hmm. I remember the Ilkhan guys interviewed him once, and they just wanted to, they wanted to get down to brass tacks about like, man, we don't like your movies, and you know it wasn't going to go well from that kind of uh, bluntness in any case. Mm-hmm. But at least they got it out there, and we we're talking like, yeah, I mean. We interview some pretty odd folks on the show, but yeah, I, I do not like this. <laughs> I do not like what you do. And, uh, you know, I, I forget who hung up first. I think maybe they did. Yeah. Shelby's always really good at producing that stuff. Like, fuck this. And just hitting like, you know, the the hang up button. I don't know what these are called anymore. Yeah. He's, also, he's also good at hitting that. Also... You know, that makes me really enraged now that you mention it. They talk to Bill Zabub. This Shelby Cobras doesn't play the boo drop. He plays it for me, his best friend in the whole world. Yeah, it's probably a term, it's a means of endearment, I think. And he probably was not endeared to Bill Zabub. Well, that could be. A little yeah. a little bit of the old uh, reverse psychology. Yeah, or he just really, really hates you and wants to <laughs> boo you. Which I don't think is the case, but I just thought I'd throw that option out there, too. I'll text him and ask him. All right. Are you uh, doing that now? Yeah. Just give me one second okay. to text him. But yeah, that um, was a good interview that they did with Bill Zabub. I do remember Corey and Shelby 
talking about how much they hate his movies. But then Al was like, yo, I love all your movies. I really, really? like the sodomy. I really enjoy watching abuse. I don't Al was really taking it to a weird place. He was like, you know, I would love to be in one of your movies. Uh, it was very strange. I did not I know. I blanked out when that happened, but yeah, I it, believe it. Didn't realize Al was such a, a big ghoul that way, but. He's a ghoul, man. He's a ghoul man. A ghoulish man. <laughs> yeah, a ghoulman. A ghoulman. Um, I'm very jealous of your trip to Cincinnati uh, beforehand when this uh, plan was being concocted. I was excited for it, but then I realized this would be during like the, one of the busiest times of the uh, of the year as a notary. Mm-hmm. It just gets way too busy around this time of year. Yeah, you go through at least three or four stamps in March. Man, yeah, and I have to wear that weird wrist brace mm-hmm. for stamping <laughs> things. It's all in like the shoulder at that point. Like usually I'm really quick, like ba bam, ba bam, ba bam, ba bam. <laughs> I'm making this motion with my hand right now where it's like quick stamp, like ba-bam, 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 ba-bam. Mm-hmm. But during this time of year, after like stamp number two of the of the uh, stamping devices, I have to like wear that wrist brace and it's all on the shoulder. So then I get like tennis elbow in my shoulder, <laughs> my rotator cuff. That's what it is. Uh, I'm really good at, at uh, anatomy. So that happens. Um... I'm dealing with that now. And I, it would have been like a two-day trip to Cincinnati. And uh, the last time I took a two-day trip somewhere was to L.A. And it was a nightmare. I did not sleep at all for those uh, like 52 hours. It was yeah. a disaster. So yeah. I, I regret that I wasn't able to come out to meet you guys. Especially when I saw you guys at like a couple different Cincinnati chili places. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh you went to like the original skyline it looked like. Yeah. And um you didn't go to Camp Washington. I was really anticipating that you guys would go to Camp Washington Chile. That's one of my favorites. Oh, I don't even know about that. That's over in uh West Cincinnati. Um near the History Museum, the one that's like the train station that got converted to History oh, Museum. Yeah. I know where that place is. Yeah, it's just north of there, I think. But it's not as, like, I always thought it was near Northside. It's not near there, though. Where else did you go? Uh, we went to that first Skyline, which was very nice. Sean Byron had his first taste of Skyline chili. Authentic. Al dente. Yeah. And that's, did he get a three-way, or did he just get conies? He, I think he got some conies, and also he got some bites of a three-way. Okay, cool. And if you go, if you search on YouTube... For the Junk Food Dinner YouTube account, you can watch video, exclusive video of Sean Byron tasting the chili. Nice. I'm going to watch that. You should. It's very good. Uh, I also <laughs> have a director's cut of that that I need to upload as well. I took two videos because I'm a, you know, I'm kind of an artist, you know, kind of a director. Oh, kind of. I mean, you're being modest, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I've got like a lot of great movies under my belt between Last Serbian Virgin and now Sean Tastes Skyline. Not I was going to mention cut. that if you hadn't, I was going to be like, your cut of Last Serbian Virgin is actually <laughs> uh, extremely respectable. I saw you post that again, and it's still one of my favorite edits of the, that anybody's done, especially to that song, because oh, you. you make that dude look so genuinely creepy, which I don't think was the intent of that film originally. It's supposed to be like a sex comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that kid's a creep. <laughs> <laughs> And he just looks so weird. And I love like the cut that you do with like the that boom boom psh, when he's getting that pair of scissors out, which I imagine <laughs> is to cut the bra. But the way it's that you cut it, I imagine he's going to use those scissors to kill that woman <laughs> instead of like perpetuate the uh, the sex comedy trope. But or, anyway, or to at least just cut her and make her bleed a little bit. Yeah, I mean that that music that song is. Never means anything good anymore. That's Not that true. I heard it before Serbian film, but I've only associated it with like making things worse. So yeah. I need to make, but maybe I'll do a recut, another director's cut of the Sean Byron Chili incident. Yes. <laughs> with that song. Yes. Yeah. Just like quick jumps of the fork going down towards the <laughs> three way. Like a boom, boom, psh, boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That'd be good. That's the I'll look forward to that and the director's cut that you mentioned. I'll try it out. Yeah, I at my work I'm making these videos now and they gave me access to like all the video editing equipment, so I'm just going to use nice. like these $10,000 worth of video editing equipment to add the Serbian film song to videos of Sean for now. <laughs> <laughs> Money well spent. Yep. <clears throat> or time well spent. I mean, it's like, really, you got access to it already. You're not spending any money on it. It's there. You can yeah. use it. So They spent money on it. That's all they, they spent. Exactly. Their money well spent. That's yeah. what I should have said. Very well spent. Yes. So... Well, also, hopefully my editing skills get better because I do have one regret with that Serbian virgin video. Oh, yeah? There's that scene where, like, the girl's tummy is showing and then the guy gets up and, like, goes close and, like, pulls down her shirt to, like, cover up her tummy. I really wish I could have played that backwards so it looked like he was uncovering her tummy. That's my one regret. I couldn't figure it out when I was editing that goddamn video. I was, I was wondering about that because <laughs> I was thinking – nearly the same thing but then i thought actually this is this kind of works for being at the end of that uh clip because it's still like you're still showing clips of american virgin the last american virgin and uh i think it still works as being true to that movie but it would be interesting to see it like go the other way because then the very last shot is him like crying while driving yeah so yeah yeah, I thought it worked either way. Well, or thank it could you. Work either way. Thank you. <clears throat> so the skyline, and then where else did you go? We went to. Another, you went to another restaurant, right? Yeah, like another. We went to another chili place. I forget the name of it. Park was it in Northside Park Chili? Something like that. I've got a picture of it, and that has the name of the place on it. But yeah, it was in like Norwood, I think. It was in like the north side. We met up with John Holmes, past uh, guest Dogo, of the show. Ohio. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, yeah, that place was good. We went there at like 11 in the morning. So everybody was like getting breakfast stuff. But I just got more cheese conies because I knew Hell that yeah, I would dude. Miss them. Yeah. And uh, I went into the back to use the restroom. And before you get to the restroom, there's a picture hanging on the wall of Muhammad Ali, the prize fighter. Yes. Slash greatest human to ever exist. Yes. Uh, e eating there. So I felt like a great swell of pride knowing that I had the same cheese conies as Muhammad Ali. That's excellent. Yeah, that's a nice surprise then. I had not uh, recalled that. I think I've eaten there before. I ate a lot of those places for a while. It was a lot of fun. Very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. And you went with John Holmes, right? John Holmes and Sarah and Kevin Moss and Rachel. Wow. It was very nice. Also, uh, the best part, I don't know if you saw this picture. I put it in the podcast town. But the jukebox at that place had the extended oh, version of Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson. I did see that. That's very exciting. Yeah, I know. So you could tell it's a very woke place. They definitely are opposed to the lizard people Illuminati. Mm -hmm. They only want to serve prize fighters. <laughs> yeah. Greatest, greatest natural humans of all time, not mm -hmm. skin walking lizard people, humans, humanoids. Yeah. They hate those skin walking lizard people, humanoids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever go to, what was it? The golden lamb. There mm. was that, I think it was in West Cincinnati. I have not, but it West sounds, side. sounds very sacrilegious. A little bit, yeah, especially compared to the one that you just talked about, which I think is, like, on the other side of Cincinnati, since you, like, met up with John Holmes there, right? Like, yeah. Norwood would be, like, northeast. This is, like, uh, west side. And while it is very good, they've got pictures of, like, Dick Cheney walking out with a <laughs> bag of stuff, and it's, like, the opposite of Muhammad Ali, like, sitting there eating conies. So I find that very funny. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was fun. We did that stuff. Um, did some other stuff. Saw some folks. Like, what was? I saw. Oh, go ahead. What was what? Oh, please go ahead. I was gonna say you met Lloyd Kaufman. Oh yeah, we met Lloyd Kaufman. That was pretty fun. He seems swell. Yeah, he was super nice. I uh, I got to tell him that I really enjoy the trauma film Decapitated, and he agreed with me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> As if he wouldn't. Well, no, I feel like he would 
probably disagree. Like if I was like, hey, I like uh, some shitty trauma movie, I think he would probably be like, yeah, that was a shitty one. So I, I believe him when I when I tell him I like decapitated and he agrees. I believe him. I, I think that's the safest way to go for anybody who's like out there peddling their films. If somebody's just like, hey, I really liked your film, um, uh, Dick Shark. You're like, I agree with you. You did really <laughs> like it. Well, yeah. Well, he agreed that it was good. But I, oh, OK. I, was, I thought he was like, I figured that would be something Lloyd Kaufman would do. Be like, I agree with you. You were right to like it. <laughs> <laughs> No, he said he liked it too, and it wasn't even oh, okay. for sale. He said that uh, he was sad that it's like not, you know, that they can't like repress it or put it back in print. But uh, oh. so that's why I believe him. It wasn't for gotcha. sale. He wasn't trying to sell it to me. Yeah, he just feels like it's a good movie, and he's right. I should do that movie on the Junk Fudge show. I hope he makes another appearance in the next uh, Guardians of the Galaxy film. It was such a treat seeing him like in the biggest summer blockbuster that year yeah. as one of the inmates. For the first one? Yeah, I would imagine he would. He's also in Super. I think he'll be in all of the James Gunn movies. I like I like what James Gunn's doing. Bringing all these people to the foreground. It's great. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so what we, were you going to say before? I was going to say that when you moved away from Ohio, you moved to yeah. like North Carolina, right? I did. Like how long were you gone before you went back to Ohio? Probably like not that long, right? I, I can't imagine it was. Uh, no, my uh, girlfriend at that time and I had moved out there. Um, uh, she had found a job in that in Charlotte area, and then I had come out with her. And I imagine since that was like in December, uh, we probably – oh, no, we went in – I think it was like January – like we started almost on the calendar year. So yeah, we probably would have tried to make our way back at least by spring. Why? What's up? Oh, I don't know. I was just wondering, like, uh, cause you know, I moved away from Ohio and I, had Oh yeah. Yeah. But you moved further away than I did. Like we ended up making car trips there. Yeah. That's okay. what I recall. I would love to make a car trip. Like I would feel like it would, like I tried a little bit to talk the wife into going there by car because, um, I work for this huge company that loves me and I get 800 days of vacation every year, which doesn't even seem Whoa. mathematically sound. So yeah, that doesn't sound right at all, but that's <laughs> the rules. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to just drive out there, but the wife, she works for a very small shitty company, a mom and pop place that does not give any vacation days. Uh, and so, uh, we couldn't do it, but, because of the loving corporation that I work for, I could have done it. And I tried, but because uh, that would have been the fun part. Well, not the, the fun part, but a fun part is is driving. Uh, I like to drive, you see. Although, yeah, yeah. And uh, there were no, there would have been no service dogs if we would have driven. The I don't know if you've been on a plane lately. A lot of service dogs out there. Really? It's awful. It's only been a couple months since I've been on a plane, but I don't remember there being that many dogs. There's like, it's every other seat now. Well, there was one or two on our flight out there, and then mm -hmm. on the on um on Sean and his wife's flight back, they said there were like five dogs and a cat, and it's like huh. everywhere on a plane. Like you can't like look like seven inches without there being a sign that says no smoking and yet everybody's got their stupid fucking dogs and cats like it's insane it's wild and there's like not even a thing that says uh like there's not even a no allergies section of the plane or anything like that it's really weird it's a weird time that we live in where we're giving up one shitty thing for another yeah i i, I hear you on this and i was just thinking about this recently because i had had some folks over to watch a uh, Zatuichi film for my other podcast, Zatuichi, The Blind Podsman, who I host with, uh, co-host with Patrick. Uh, tune into that if you all would. Shameless plug. Especially and, if you're otaku. I feel like if you're an otaku, you really will find a kindred soul in Patrick. And Yeah, and we will greet you with the standard otaku greeting of, there you are, you otaku son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. 
so good. <laughs> By the way, I I had thought uh, months ago on Twitter when you said, "What is Lupin anyway? Lupin's got to be the shittiest thing of all time." And I said, "No, it's great." And then you responded with that exact JPEG of <laughs> Lupin the Third, saying, "There you are, you talkie son of a bitch." It was such easy bait. As I think Josh Stewart pointed out and like lovingly adorned you for doing, but I could not resist. I mean, (laughs) for as long as we've known each other, and I think we've even talked about on the show, we've talked about Lupin the Third at some point. I know it's been offered up as part of a uh, a TV hostage, a a pool party created uh, entity, Mm -hmm. uh, trademark and all that. (laughs) An exclusive. An exclusive. So I was like, Nah, I'm pretty sure we talked about this, and I know this is hasty, but yeah, I'm going to type this anyway. And then you were like immediately snapped back with (laughs) that fucking thing. So yeah, I had some folks over to watch a Zatoichi film for that podcast I was doing. And like my, I think aside from like, we're looking around a room right now, and there's like one piece that is uh, completely new, but the couch is... And even this desk that I'm uh, sitting at right now, these were from folks who had pets of one sort or another. And one of my friends was getting like an allergic reaction uh, just from sitting on the couch because, well, I thought I'd clean these items enough. I can still smell like the scent of dog ownership on these on these uh, couches. And that's not a euphemism, by the way. Like, I'm just saying, like, they came from a house where there was a dog owner who had like great Danes and stuff. They just smell like kind of, I don't know, stagnant dog smell. And the desk has a stagnant cat smell. Like I'm grateful to have these items, but I realize like I'm used to this stuff now. People who enter and like start getting red itchy eyes and all this, it's like, well, shit, I guess it might be that the the furniture you're reacting to. And I don't know what to do about that. And I, I know you're a pet owner mm-hmm. and and yet, like, I'm not sure if I want to own another pet again. It's something that I was looking forward to, like, once I had found a pet-friendly place or had a place of my own, uh, like a house or something. Then, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to getting a dog. Now I don't think I'll do it anymore, just because it seems like such a hassle to having people over and whatnot. They are a hassle. You got to get lizards. No one's allerg- allergic to lizards. Hey, that's true. And they eat crickets, and it's cool to watch yeah that is pretty cool mm-hmm. uh yeah it's it's awful to like be mandatorily uh put into a small box in the sky with everybody's pets like i like my animal i think Cappy is cool mm-hmm. but i would never force him to sit on your lap for six hours you know yeah i don't think you'd be down with that either <laughs> like were these pets cool with that shit or uh are they like antsy they had to like dump and stuff at some point right they were barking a little bit it was wild i don't understand how this is allowed but what are you gonna do you know it's a different time yeah we're in a different time now mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> so that part was weird but yeah so uh yeah a lot of what we did was fly and stuff like that but it was kind of weird going back like I didn't feel like nostalgic at first. Like I was excited to be in a place where like it wasn't a desert. Like it kind of looked cool and unique now. Um, yeah. But like I was like driving around Cincinnati. Like I was just like, eh, you know, like I've been to Cincinnati like a million times. So like I felt like it should have felt like, oh, cool, home. And like, but like it kind of didn't. And then even when we got to Dayton, it didn't really feel like that until uh, like I stopped in downtown Dayton to visit my friend Chris Korn from My Latex Brain, a cool band everybody should listen to. Yes. And also, the Oregon District, you got to pay $3 to park in it now? What the fuck? Ooh, no, sir. Unorthodox. Oh, you went to the parking lot. See, I was always down for just like going for street parking off of Wayne or something. Yeah, that's I had yeah, I found this parking spot on the street. Yeah, but... that $3, I saw that uptick last time I was there. I'm like, this isn't a fucking New York or Chicago or some bullshit state. Yeah. <laughs> like, who are you trying to kid? Yeah, oh, great. I got to pay. pay for it, man. They're into it. They're like, yeah, I'll, I'll cough up three bucks. Absurd. 
Uh-huh. I don't even know what this three dollars goes to, other than uh, I guess just making it so that there are less porn stores downtown now. For fuck's are sake! Fewer? Yeah, there's one that, at least one, that is no longer there. But I didn't walk like the whole street. There were like three or four on that street, and one of them's gone. Mm. So I assume that's where your three dollars goes to is getting rid of these porn stores. But, uh, but then, as we were leaving. I instinctively just kind of went to my old house, you know, because I was like, well, it's time to go home. And like, I kind of just went to where I used to live in South Park. (laughs) Oh, right, right. Yeah. And so then I realized, oh, yeah, like, I don't know, like I had like this weird, like, sort of subconscious, sort of conscious thought of like, cool, my seven year California vacation is over. It's time to go back to the daily grind of living in South Park and... (laughs) So that was kind of weird. I don't know if that means I uh, subconsciously hate California, but I suspect it probably does because it sucks here. Hmm. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I was just excited to see Chris Korn. I like him a lot. I had a similar instance um, last time I was in Dayton. uh, And I'm not joking you at all. Like This was nearly the same situation. I was driving around. And it's like, well, I should probably just regroup in uh, after getting back home. And I was going back to, I think it was a place I lived off of uh, uh, Philadelphia um, near Main Street. Like I was heading back that way. And I was like, what What am I doing? (laughs) Like this is, (laughs) I'm here on a visit. Like I don't live here. It's funny how like your memory will try to take over like that though. Yeah, I should have just gone back to my old house, and I, I think I still probably got a key. Should have just uh, moved in. Told the people yeah. who are there now, hey, I lived here for like seven years. Just let me in. I I belong here. Get out. <laughs> yeah, you can be like Tommy Rossetti in Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City. Be like, I need this, and just <laughs> kick everybody out. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Yep. So, so that's what it was like going to Dayton. Cool. It was I've, fun. I'm looking forward to going back there at some point. I think you should. But in the meantime. Yeah. Oh, here's a great segue. I found a great segue. My old house that I went to is off of Wayne Avenue. Mm-hmm. Here's the Wayne Podcast Town News. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Let me find my phone. We'll get into it. We got Wayne. Uh you're and right. much like yourself, I was going to say, um, as you're pulling up that segment, uh, South Park wasn't even the last place that you had lived there. And in my case, uh, the place off Philadelphia uh, Drive wasn't even the last place I had lived when I was in Ohio. I just lived there for enough of a time, I guess, like by myself or where different events had happened where I'm like, OK, well, time to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the last place I lived there. I mean, I lived there like like the longest in that place in South Park and two places in South Park. Right. And I just love that house so much. My room got like painted red and black by a goth chick who lived there previously. And I always loved that room. It was very cozy. Hmm. So anyway, we got the Wayne podcast town news. Wayne, when he sent this to me, included the message. uh, When can I come on the show? So I think he might be coming on next time, Mr. Frisbee. I hope you're excited. To meet him. I am excited. This is exciting news. And we need to get all the guests we can in for these last 19. That's true, yeah. Or just Wayne 19 times. Yeah, that also works. <laughs> Which everyone's good. We'll talk to him and see what his schedule is like. Um, so, okay, here we go. Here's the Wayne Podcast Town News. Hello, everybody. This is Podcast Town News. Wayne here. Uh, so... The one thing that drive me nuts about this week was Corey posting the greatest shit posters poll on the group. And everybody, a lot of people who, you know, decided to be a part of it, wanted, was, felt that Patrick was the worst out of two, which was Patrick and Sean Byron. Uh, to be honest, I think you're all fucking on drugs. <laughs> like heavy, mind-altering, crippling you into a bed type drugs. Because you're fucking stupid. Look at what the post that Patrick put up about going to a anime convention that was simultaneously having, you know, in the next hall over, a Trump con- a Trump rally. And he went to both, which is, you know, 
kind of, you know, rallying your fist. Everybody kind of went nuts when, you know, I wanted to burn fucking Patrick to the ground, you know, attach to a pike and burn him alive. But he was like, you know, I went and saw Bernie last week before that, and, you know, and it was just because it was curiosity. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I go to a lot of conventions in Jersey. And every once in a while, you go to a place where it's one side is a horror convention, the other side is like, you know, ancient bowlers of Somalia. What a fucking other bullshit. And you accidentally walk in there because you're not paying attention. And you realize, oh, shit, this is not the fucking horror convention. It ain't fucking, uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I was trying to think of more, somebody more obscure, but like, you know, that ain't Robert England. It's some old dude in a, in a perk, in a burka, in a parka. Parka, parka, not a parka. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Parka? So, you know, they're all against Patrick. I have yeah. to say, I was more like reading into it. Mine was straight up for, you know, Sin Byro because it's, you know, look at the shitty post. You post, you know, a poll about your favorite mints. Fucking bullshit. Was that garbage? <laughs> and he posts that whole thing about, like, if you guys post on social media, I will gladly let you pick my randomizer picks. Bullshit. And I hope somebody picks, to be honest, I hope somebody puts in Slapstick of Another Kind as a pick. If you've ever seen it, it's a terrible fucking movie. It's an awful fucking Kurt Vonnegut adaption. It's garbage. Uh, it's a crappy Jerry Lewis film. I hope somebody makes you guys watch it. No offense, there, uh, breadless, breadless there, but uh, just fucking really. I gotta, I gotta pause Wayne here for a second to expose his pose. But we did do that movie on Junk Food Dinner. You yeah, were, you were on that episode, Mister Frisbee. Yeah, the Kurt Vonnegut focused one. Yeah, that. Yeah, we did that Jerry Lewis movie. The whatever the fuck it was called. But yeah, the Hocus Pocus. No, it was um. Oh, fuck. No, it wasn't that. Close Encounters of the something kind or Weird Encounters of the blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'll look it up while Wayne goes continues his podcast townness. Oh, it me fucking nuts. A lot of shit posting podcast trolls posting. This is an actual podcast uh, group. I don't know why, like I've said this before, podcasters are so fucking vain, such assholes. They're like, oh, it's a podcast. We must join and post our fucking links to our shitty shows on there. Ugh. Like, there's one they posted today. Uh, I don't, it's another, it's another, like, real talk, kind of, like, group discussion about love and relationships. And it's, it's a bunch of black ladies. And I don't want to write, kill yourself in the comments because I may get, like, harassed for, like, uh, racism, which I don't want to do. I kind of, I kind of really kind of stride tonight get the the ladies upset with me on this group the guys even some of you are women i mean you have lady parts you look like guys but you got you got cunts and hairy vaginas you're not really helping my kind of people but it's just i don't know kevin moss is obsessed with wilson and lucha libre which i'm not against i really want to see that film wilson i know that what's his face to the fucking Lucha Libre wrestling show is on Netflix now. Everybody keeps telling me I have to watch it. So I got a glowing endorsement from Hotless Jackson this week, which is really great. Personally, you know, sent me a message, said, you know, you're doing great. Keep it up. I love that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Mike Dick gets weird, like, T-shirts sent to him in the mail, which is pretty awesome. That shirt, you know, let's make sexy time is awesome. I think everybody should wear it. I think that should be the shirt for a fucking podcaster. You know, it's just kind of really annoying with the whole like, oh, you guys put social media. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, you know, put money in my Patreon account. Bullshit. So I just want all the fucking people to send the money to fucking continue posting a, a podcast. And I hope that happens because you don't know what you money. You don't the fuck out of podcast town. Come on with this audio quality, Wayne. <laughs> Pick it up. <laughs> No one's going to donate to your Patreon. Oh, yes. It's the best mushrooms. And a news ring. But that looks returning on them. Oh, and by the way, Breadless, what is the goddamn audio from the goddamn uh, Horror Hound? I want to really hear you guys talk about, you know, a local brother, you know, Mr. Bill Zabub. That's coming this week. I'd really love to hear it. And I'll probably hear it on a, a normal show someday. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it at a pool party. Who knows? Hello. Was there anything else? Probably <laughs> some other things. Yeah. I'm not digging deep. To be honest, I have to, again, give a round of applause to Sarah Murphy for putting up a really good po- post on weird stickers on cars. I have to start taking pictures of them, too, and posting them, because it's just some weird fucking shit on cars around here in Jersey. All right, I think I have nothing else to say. Keep it going. Mr. Yeah, keep it going. Bye. 
ended strong there with the good audio quality. Yeah, I was gonna. I wasn't sure if it ended or not because uh, <laughs> it's usually like a very punctuated uh, killer selves or something like that. Um, but still informative and quality work. Thank you, Wayne, for the podcasting news. Very good stuff there, Wayne. Uh, yeah, the that movie is called... slapstick of another kind. Yeah, definitely one yeah. of the worst movies I've ever seen. And we talked about it, me, you, and Kevin Moss on Junk Food Dinner number 49. Yeah, it was uh, part of a uh, book month series, right? Yeah, that it was. Like you guys were doing authors. And to my memory, the only good one we watched of the three was uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. Like that adaptation Mm -hmm. actually worked because the person seemed to give a damn about making the content look good on screen. But then there was like Breakfast of Champions, which was one of my favorite Vonnegut novels. And yeah, that, that one's a botch. Like it looks good on paper because all the actors and well, the cast looks great. But yeah, that one was bad. Slapstick of Another Kind was real bad. That was like, yeah, one of the roughest movies I've ever watched in my life. So yeah. Wayne's on the money with that. Real yeah. bad. He's got to listen to that episode now, though. Sean or uh, Wayne? Wayne. Or both. I think probably Sean has probably listened to it, but Wayne should listen to it. Uh, Yeah, but uh, let's see. Oh, I think it's cool what Sean is doing in terms of giving away his randomizer picks because, A, he's getting people to share the junk fod diner stuff, and I feel uh, like that's a good thing. Maybe I'm biased on account of I'm on the junk fod diner. And B, if he gives away his randomizer picks then that means I don't have to watch Workmeister Harmonies 2 or um, Wild at Heart 2 or Mulholland Drive 2 <laughs> or Inland Empire or Twin Peaks Part 2. Lynch is known for his sequels. Actually, with Twin Peaks, you're <laughs> spot on. I should have covered in earlier with that remark because uh, he is doing like basically Twin Peaks 2 now. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh Yeah. Oh, that David Lynch. No one likes him. Everybody, everybody's pretending <laughs> to like him. <laughs> I'm, I enjoy his stuff, but I'm not pretending. No, so I might be the only one. It's fake. You're just pretending. Okay. My, my wife, she likes to go on and on about how she likes David Lynch. She couldn't even get past episode four of Twin Peaks when she's like trying to rewatch it in anticipation of the new series. Nobody likes this crap. They're just pretending. They're just, I like David Lynch. Judge, I, I, well, look at me. I got the most out of print records you ever saw in your life. <laughs> I got a seven inch. No one's ever. No one else has ever had. Anyway, I think, um, I will say I've never watched Inland Empire, and I, I don't know. That would be. That seems like a rough one. Well, people seem to really adore that one, and it, it also sounds like a lot of black and white footage of Laura Dern running through woods, mm-hmm. and then a set piece with three people in giant rabbit heads. Sounds. So uh, if we ever have to do it on junk food <laughs> dinner, you you pretend to be me that week, please. Cool. I'll I'll sign in, and it'll add to the surreal nature of it. Um, but we did do. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'll I'll talk in my normal cadence and be like, "Hi, I'm Parker Bowman, uh, breadless Bowman," and <laughs> and they'll. I won't know the inside jokes or anything that you have with like sean and kevin for that week but i'll be like oh that's that's great and it'll just keep moving along and it'll be real <laughs> awkward and tense like a david lynch movie yeah i think that would be funny like yeah if you just said oh that's great like to all the like in jokes like kevin will be like y'all got species and then you're like oh that's great <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great what was that one um we did a part of that david lynch one a while ago uh, we watched Blue Velvet and a straight story. It was a straight story. Yeah. Where they keep saying a certain line, like a very folksy line. Uh, not the main character, but everybody else, all the supporting cast, like, oh, that'll, that'll do it. And they, it reminded me like that Greg Iraqi show that you had me watch, uh, where they kept saying, like, hey, take a chill pill. And they'd say, like, right to the camera. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. Yeah. Um, David shit. Lynch. Oh. 
David Lynch rips off Greg Araki any chance he can get. <laughs> he rips off the superior filmmaker, I, I feel. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that show. <laughs> I don't know why. It seemed to have like qualities that I would have liked, but uh, maybe I just watched Doom Generation at a really young age, and that was like not good. Oh, that's real good. You should rewatch it. Yeah, maybe. I would be very surprised if you didn't like that movie as an adult. Like, yeah, I'm knowing curious. the things that you like, I think that you would really like that movie. How do I watch it? Do I have to? I mean, is it streaming anywhere? Do I have to like find, like, do some digging for this? Uh, I don't know. It's probably on YouTube or something. I know it pops up on like HBO and stuff every once in a while. Huh. I'm gonna check that out. See if I can find it. It's probably around. Uh, we have another message. Yes. We've got, well, now that we're into the emails, uh, let's see. We got another one. I thought that I sent it to myself, but maybe it, oh, here it is. Oh, and you're right. Doom Generation is on YouTube. Nice. Uh, we got this message from Danny, our man Danny. He says, uh, the subject is the blind fartsman, which is very funny. Hmm. He says, some Asian man shot me with an arrow, and this voicemail was tied to it. Uh, so here we go. Let me let me load this up. We'll play this this message from a from an Asian man. And here it is. <laughs> of course. Okay. It's me. Why does he sound like he's from Arizona? I don't know, but I like it. That's how you say hello in Oriental. <laughs> oh, God. I hear one of you boys has been watching my picture shows and doing some kind of a radio program about it. <laughs> you, you know, I did a lot of those talkies back in the day. <laughs> talkies? <laughs> I like that this uh, this Asian man has basically <laughs> the same exact <laughs> cadence as that leprechaun we talked to last week, last time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> now more than last week, I was just in my head saying, please, please, for fuck's sake, let this not be super racist. And I'm kind of <laughs> glad that's not. It's great. It's so far so good. So, well, the Oriental line, not so much, not so hot. <laughs> but let's find out. <laughs> All right, let's continue. I was pretty famous. I, I even had some copycats out there. You ever heard of that? Oh, this lone wolf and cub. He copied me, but he, he thinks he's so great just because he has that dumb baby in the cage. <laughs> you know, we had a baby on my show too. But we used uh, newborn chimpanzees instead and pushed them around in a grocery cart or right off a cliff. <laughs> Cute little fellas. We used to pay them in cigarettes. We went through about 40 of them. Nine of them passed away from lung cancer. Uh, uh, another 18 died before we figured out that Monkeys can't breathe underwater. Oh, I got a real baby boy son of my own, though. His name is Reggie. Reggie Itchy. He's retarded. When his mama was pregnant, she used to smoke cigarettes made out of lead paint and gasoline. That's all we had to smoke in those days. He's a big, strong son of a bitch. <laughs> they keep them in a cage down at the shipyard and, and use them to bend steel bars. He's about seven foot tall, but he got a head the size of an apricot. He's like a mongoloid moron. I'm so proud of him. What the? Keiko, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, 
me and my wife just got the internet, uh, AOL.com. <laughs> you, you ever watch those funny cat videos? <laughs> and by cats, I mean dirty whores who are naked and you can see their vaginas. <laughs> you, you ever watch those videos? Uh, I got a tweeter too. You, you boys ever get on that tweeter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you can tweet me at, at cute daddy with big wrinkled balls in search of fat butts and sweet Nubian snatch. <laughs> I, I know it's a little long for a tweeter, but you, you know. It, you know, it's been a long time since I did those old shows back in the day, but I, I still got my moves. Here, here uh, let me show you boys. Let's see, uh, I got my sword up here somewhere. I think it's at the top of that uh, 20 foot tall bookshelf. Here, I'll just drag this rickety ladder over here. Let's see where it goes. So oh, no. Climb up there. Here, 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 I'll get my old joints, ain't what they used to be. So let me climb up this ladder here. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, okay. Uh -oh. It's not going to end well. Uh, I'm almost nope. there. Almost got it. Oh, yeah. I got it. Uh, I got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. 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 <laughs> in a dial tone uh, oh wait this guy actually did call in sure yeah, yeah i remember this the other the other time it was weird because he recorded on a usb stick <laughs> yeah <laughs> he called a usb stick to the... well i hope he's not dead uh he, he did sound really gassy i was really surprised like how audible those squeaky farts were like, yeah they're crystal clear. I hope his body was found by his son, Reggie Itchy. Reggie <laughs> <laughs> Itchy. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that was that was a welcome surprise. Um, yeah, he probably shouldn't keep his his old swords up on twenty foot tall bookcases. Not a good plan when you're that old. Yeah, and rickety ladders don't help, and also flatulence doesn't help that situation either. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot of situations it does help, aside from making people laugh. Yeah, yeah, which it did. Yep. He was really going nuts there at the end of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're two for two on voicemails or uh, audio snippets where people are talking about vaginas. Yeah, I think uh, we should probably do... Well, I don't want to mention it in case we don't do it. I'll tell you later. But, all right. <laughs> uh, we've only got 12 episodes or 19 episodes left. We don't have a lot of time to do things anymore. True. Uh, you want to read this other last email we got? Yep, I do. This one's from Matthew S. Thanks, Matthew, for writing in. And it's titled Swole Dudes. And he goes, yo, PPR, I'm psyched you're both getting swole. Now we can all hang poolside and pull that sweat. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm going to start again. <clears throat> Yo, PPR, I'm psyched you're both getting swole. Now we can all hang poolside and pull that sweet puss. <laughs> we will rule the poolside. Show those nerds who's, who is boss. Get their lunch money, eat, etc., etc. <laughs> also, you should make shirts that say, Pool Party Radio is numero uno. Hell yeah. That's like that Arnold Schwarzenegger shirt that I was talking about last time. Um. Also, could you make a sister segment called the autism of the week where you review dogs and cats again <laughs> he spells all with four w's a w w w t i s m um that sounds all right yeah i'm into that and i think we should get he spells should with s-h-u-d uh just what i should know uh we should make sure it's that say pool party radio is numero uno in that block letter font that was so popular in the late 70s or 80s 
I'm into that. We got 19 weeks left, or 19 episodes left. I'm sure we can get a shirt done in that time. Uh, although I do like the idea of a shirt that says autism with a picture of a cute dog. Maybe that's the shirt we need. Maybe. Cute dogs. Uh, cute dads. Yeah. That was a thing for a while. We Which, haven't gotten a cute dad in a while. No one wants us to look at their dad and judge him. Everybody's real protective of their dads all of a sudden. Yeah, when that start? I don't know. Used to be. You could talk about anybody's dad you wanted. And they would facilitate that. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's, oh, I need to protect my dad's privacy. I don't want you guys making fun of my dad. What a bunch of dickheads. Yeah, I know. So, send in your dogs and cats. Send in pictures of dogs and cats. Or bunnies. uh, Cute little lizards. uh, Babies that you've seen hanging around. Anything cute. And we'll review it for the autism autism of the week segment. (laughs) Yep. And Sounds good. every time you send in a cute thing for us to review, uh, Matthew, who sent this email, gets 10%. We give him a little kickback. I give him a little finder's fee, 10%. Yeah. You know what that you get means. More muscles. What does that mean? That means I manipulate his dick until it gets hard. And then I just. Oh, right. That's a finder's fee. That's what that's called. That's a finder's fee. I just play with it a little. <laughs> And then you also have to say, while you're doing that, you're like, uh-oh, look what I found. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so find it. Look what I found. <laughs> oh. Only enough to get it engorged. Mm-hmm. And then it's whatever he wants to do with it after that. It's no longer my business. Him. Yeah, yeah. You fulfilled your part of the bargain. Well, yeah, we do. Um, thank you all for listening. We've got our... Uh, webpage, poolpartyradio.com uh, for all our old episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, even though we're talking a lot of smack about it this episode. Facebook.com slash poolpartyradio. That podcast town news you heard, if you liked anything you heard in that, then you can find it on Facebook. Just search for podcast town. Uh, you can email us like uh, we heard from Zatuichi, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that was Zatuichi himself. The man in the flesh and in the farts. And also, uh, <laughs> Matthew, thanks for writing. Uh, you can reach us also at poolpartyradio at gmail.com. Both of us tweet on that tweeter. Uh, that's at Final Parker, at Cumulus Frisbee. And uh, rate and review us. Well, don't on iTunes. Leave it at 69, please. But rate and mm-hmm. review us everywhere else if it's not at 69. Yeah. We want those whole round numbers. That's, yeah, exactly. Rate and review us on, like, Stitcher or whatever. Or, like, on Letterboxd, on IMDb. Yeah. Um, If you have that craft beer app where you can rate and review craft beers, find us on there, rate us there. Yeah, look for Pool Party Radio on Rate Beer and give us an A+. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what we need in order yep. to keep the show afloat for our 19 more episodes. <clears throat> agreed, agreed. Otherwise, we'll lose interest. We'll quit at uh, 296, and then no one will be happy. Yeah, we don't want to stop short. We want to go the distance, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we have gone the distance this week. Uh, this is Parker for Razorman Cumulus saying thanks for having fun.
classical gag.